season five. Episode six. Timeless. Timeless. <laughs> oh no. Just like me. Just like you. You're timeless to me. I'm watching this episode at 1.25 speed to save time because I'm a business lady. How do you do that? You have to do it on the on the on the laptop. Oh, I don't have Netflix anymore. That's why. Um that doesn't make any anyway, sense. Anyway, we're on a said. deserted snow planet and two friends, a tricorder and a dream, are trying to find Voyager and they find it trapped in the ice. Um, I didn't do all this work just to be stopped by a 0.42 phase variant. I did it for love. I'm Sam Hickman. That was disappointing. I'm so sorry. Um, I, uh, my Google Drive is not updating and I cannot, I cannot access my notes. Wow. You're Kat Deerfield. I'm Kat Deerfield. This episode, (laughs) this episode originally aired on my 10th birthday. I'm Kat Deerfield. Wow. this is. Wow. I would like to talk about The Associate starring Whoopi Goldberg, Diane Weist, and Bibi Newworth. Yes, please. It is incredible. It is. It features two occasions where Whoopi... Okay, so the plot of The Associate came out in 1996. Spoiler alert for all of the babies <laughs> out there. Um, but... So Whoopi Goldberg works at Wall Street or something, doing something, and she's passed over for her white man um, subordinate who gets a VP job and she doesn't. Mm. So she's like, I quit. And so uh, she starts her own firm, but no one will take her seriously until she invents a fake associate. Okay, I'm Um, sorry. I found my notes. Everything is fine. And I'm also totally listening to you. That's good. And um, essentially, everyone fawns over this pretend white man that she's made up. (laughs) To the point at which there are two occasions where she has to dress up as a white man. (laughs) Oh, okay. So she is just old white man drag. This movie sounds amazing. Why have I never seen it? I don't know. And B.B. Newworth is in it. And she looks hot as shit the entire time. I was watching this and I was like, this is finally the representation I need to see of myself. You do have a B.B. Newworth vibe. It's great. She's so good. She's like, and the costumes are phenomenal. This movie sounds great. It's great. Well, it is on Netflix and you can no longer watch it because you do not have Netflix anymore. But the associate with Whoopi Goldberg would wreck up. Exciting. Exciting. Anyway. Um, There's a special appearance by LeVar Burton in this episode. There so is. say the credits. Very exciting. They beam inside Voyager and it's Harry and Chakotay. Um, Voyager has literally slammed into some ice. Um, and they're trying to figure out why it's stuck there. Or we're trying to figure out why it's stuck there. Chakotay goes to the bridge. Um, is ice scary? I find ice scary. Do you mm. find ice scary? Mm. No, because I did my many years of ice hockey as a child. So. Did you? Yeah. We talk about this constantly. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, he sees some dead people all over the floor. Um, Tom, is that you? Um, there's a frozen Janeway, the drama. Um, 
They find seven and Tessa question mark. Yeah, Tessa question mark is also in my notes. (laughs) Um, In sickbay, Harry and Chakotay get the doctor and they're going to change history. Ooh, baby. Um, It's a celebration on sickbay. No, it's a celebration in engineering. Janeway gives a speech about how they did a slipstream drive. Um, uh, She gives a little speech. Chakotay gets a dinner date out of it with (laughs) with Janeway. When was your last dinner date? Oh, uh, don't know. Okay. Um, uh, does just having you over for Shabbos count? Sure, why not? <laughs> um, Neelix brings a gross bit of um, ter- this is meant to say termodaxy. Taxidermy. Sorry. Why does it say termodaxy for Balana? Anyway, I yeah. So I love the um the like bittersweet deeply unsettling slow-mo sequence of Balana christening the slipstream oh yeah the quantum it's... slipstream drive it's very well done I just want her to be happy I just want her to be happy but also it's like who has to clean that up uh, yeah I love everyone with the confetti on them though I do enjoy that Janeway's got confetti in her hair it's very sweet I they're like having it. a party they're thrilled um, Seven Janeway and Chakotay are having a dinner date on Janeway's orders which yeah. I've just written kinky wow and uh, yeah Neelix has a fuzzy bug to give to Bolana. And then seven is drunk. Tuvok's face in response to Neelix's fuzzy bug is one of my favorite Tuvok reactions of the whole series. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to continue? No, I looked down at my phone to to type in gross took termodaxy. <laughs> and um, what is termodaxy? Do, do you mean taxidermy? No, that's what it's saying in my phone <laughs> okay. as termodaxy. I don't know what termodaxy is. Should we Google it? No. Anyway, okay. seven is drunk. Seven is drunk. And she's like, I was trying to fit in. I love you, the doctor. It's heartbreaking. Um, she's had one glass of champagne and she's too drunk because Borg. Me. <laughs> um, Harry and Tom are like, we should kiss. This is a lemon. Um, they go Something the- you said to me today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I watched the episode and I was like, a lemon. Yeah. Remember was- when you used to describe that bicycle as a lemon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a bicycle that just like really didn't work. Mm-hmm. a lot of things wrong with it I got a different bicycle now and someone stole the chain off of it so I need to take it to our friend Willoughby life is fixed. devastating I went to B&M today on my bicycle oh exciting and the range exciting I really had a day out you did that was all before 11am this morning oh wow I've done nothing constructive since Just, well no I sewed a garment inside out oh so that's constructive in unhelpful. a way <laughs> um, I just want to note that I would be able to put a normal bike chain on, but this isn't a this normal is a bike. special so. bicycle. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go but on. shout out to spokesperson. Shout out to spokesperson, yeah. Um, <laughs> so at some point, I will bother to walk my my un, unusable bike over there. <laughs> it will take me a while, let's be sad. honest. Well, I mean, if you do, I'll come with and we can do a little Bayou Loop if it's a oh, nice that's day. Sweet. Yeah. Cute little fun fun friendship time. That would be fun. Anyway, they go to the holodeck to check it out. Um and they did 23 times of of trying to figure out if it was going to explode and they couldn't fix it. You think they would be like maybe it's not ready? Mm. 23 goes it's in. It's really but... wild how Harry is just like, we got to do this. And Janeway's like, you know what, Harry, you're right. We got to do this. And, every- and Tom is like, this is a bad idea. I mean, like when Tom Paris is like, this is a bad idea. Tom Warp 10 Salamander Paris says this is a bad idea. Maybe we should like listen to him. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Harry suggests that someone is in a shuttle at the front of this little slipstream train. 
and gives information to to Voyager. Um, Harry's like, put me in the shuttle. I'm ready. And Janeway's (laughs) fine. In the ready room. Janeway, um, no reason to cancel our dinner plans. (laughs) Do you have dinner plans? My dinner. You kindly offered me dinner plans. You offered me dinner plans and I said. I actually rescind them now. Thank you. You can't have dinner plans. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, uh, Janeway can't I'm still cook. recovering from dental surgery, and Show uh, I um, don't want to eat most things right now, so oh, that's, that's what's going on with me. Um, Go on, sorry. I'm so sorry for interrupting this break deck, this runaway train launch, of plot summary. Um, she's going to launch tomorrow. What do you mean runaway train? We are putting every note. They're going to launch tomorrow, come hell or high water. And Janeway is uncharacteristically impatient by this. I think because she's so desperate to get back to Mark and the dogs. Yeah. Well, she doesn't seem to, you know, desperate to get back to Mark and the dogs right now. I mean, um, we don't know. Mooning at Chakotay over dinner with flowers. Anyway. Anyway, it's 15 years later. Am I turning later. into a JC shipper? Yeah, you it are. It is possible. I mean, turning into is such a strong... You've been there for <laughs> Have y- months. Have almost I? an entire year. <laughs> really? Yes. If you listen to any episode of this podcast ever, you would be like, wow, I really do want to see them together. Uh, I just want both of them to be happy, and they seem like they would make each other happy. Wow. I want everyone on the ship miserable. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, this is the episode for you, Sam. <laughs> everyone is dead. The doctor is like please give me some exposition uh starfleet gave up on the search for voyager nine years ago uh chakotay is now a silver fox mm-hmm. and they're gonna do time travel through borg yeah they're borg do time travel borg. they're gonna do time texting through seven of nine through time travel and the doctor is gonna scoop out he's gonna data scrape seven's <laughs> yeah. brain um, so that they can figure out the t- her time of death so that they can send her a nice little message. Um, so they have, they and the reason people are chasing them is because they stole a Borg temporal transmitter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Twyla comes in and is like, we got trouble Twyla? right here in River City. Twyla. Um, <laughs> and the doctor says, out of the icebox, into the fire. <laughs> yeah. Zing. He's got so many zingers. So many zingers. Well, I mean, he had to save them up for 15 yeah. years. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, anyway, Tessa is like, hey, doctor, I've heard a lot about you. Tessa is boning Chakotay, which makes sense now that he's a daddy. <laughs> um, on the bridge. Well, no, just we have to talk yes. about the doctor referring to Chakotay and Harry as Bonnie and Clyde Ooh. in this scene. Which one's Bonnie, which Well, one's he very Clyde? clearly motions at Chakotay with his head when he says Bonnie, which is very funny. <laughs> I found it very funny. I love the doctor. I love the sassy EMH doctor. We love. Yes. Yes. I'm giving you absolutely nothing today. <laughs> You are giving me nothing. <laughs> you are giving me absolutely the nothing. Day. I'm a little stressed. <laughs> I'm well, gotta sleepy. Sa- you can't give me anything because you've got to save it all for your audition. Yeah, i got to save it for my audition. <laughs> I have to. Although I'm, I'm also like, it's a real job. I should tone down the Sam Hickman variety <laughs> hour of a Zoom call. Well, I mean, it's hard to know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, this is, I'm just interested to know, because I'm not in a position to advise you, but I've just been getting a lot of advice from people about jobs lately, and okay. uh, more than more than this one. This is Jobs Corner. More than one person has said something along the lines of, like, you know, you should just, like, relax and let people, like, know who you are, and, like, put some of yourself in it, and it's, like, so counter to my instincts to do that at all. 
Um, I just, I'm, it's interest. I'm interested to, to know. Maybe we need the opposite advice. Maybe we don't. Maybe that's always the right thing to do. Well, I think fundamentally the one thing that will definitely shine through, because I have to give a little presentation in this audition, uh, which will have already happened by the time this episode comes out. Oh, yeah, it will. Um, so that's I will right. not have gotten this job, but I don't will have d- shown. Manifest, your, manifest goodness in your life. Okay, well, touch wood. Touch wood. Uh, um... <laughs> Anyway, I um I do I do think that because I have to give a presentation at the beginning, business Hickman will shine through. Yes. Yeah. Which is um one of my greatest assets and one of the most disturbing things that's <laughs> ever been witnessed. I is love business me Hickman. doing business Hickman. <laughs> Especially if I have to like any of the tech meetings at the Sherman Theater, people were like, Oh, this took ten minutes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, in and out. Business Hickman is nothing if not efficient. <laughs> I am in, I am out, I am back to the river with my friends. Uh, yeah. Gonna fill up my tongue full of good stuff. <laughs> I think of the Maria Bamford raccoon bit a oh. lot. <laughs> Okay. That's what that was. I was just like, I'm just going to let that happen. No, I don't she, know what the hell that she's is. Like, she's like, I can digest ceiling tile. <laughs> I thought maybe you were just referring to a specific time that you went to a tech meeting at the Sherman and then were like, I'm meeting my friends at the Taff, the banks of the Taff. Goodbye. The river, the damn river. <laughs> anyway, on the bridge, on the bridge, they're trying to get into the ship's logs. Yeah. And Chakoti is nervous. <laughs> Your heart has always been here on Voyager. That will never change. This is where you belong. It sounds very robotic when you're listening at 1.25 speed. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> I was thrilled. Anyway, Harry is like, this is what I've been up to. So the doctor and everyone else is filled in. Mm-hmm. Um, a vessel is approaching and uh, the doctor is in. He's like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> Back in the past, there. Are, do you have any notes for this? You want to just? Um, I feel like I'm just bullying. No, you just my go on. I'll, I'll sh- go I'll off, sh- Queen. I'll shoulder my way in. Oh, R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, did we release an episode the day after she died without mentioning it? Yes, Queen. of course we did. <laughs> I love that for us. The, the the like process of this show coming out feels like its own timeline to me. Like I just don't connect the episodes to what's happening in the world. R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth II. Um, we loved you, girl boss. Yeah. Wales is not like... I'm not seeing the kind of like public displays of mourning in real life that I'm seeing on the internet. Oh my God. Well, I, so like I was in town yesterday and it was like fine, but then I went to Bristol on Friday and it was like every single one of the little, like (laughs) you'd never realize how much digital marketing there is in the world until you see all of the billboards (laughs) of Queen Elizabeth. This is too much. Anyway, this new king, we don't like him. (laughs) What is he? King Charles? What is he? A Spaniel? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I've been saying that for almost a full week now. So he's a Spaniel. I don't want him on the money. Um, Anyway, back in the past. Also, Prince of Wales. They don't even live here. They don't even go here. They don't even live here. (laughs) Wild. Anyway, back in the past, um, they're setting off and they're like, uh, lunch, salami sandwiches. Gross. What did you have for lunch? Um, I had leftover pasta bake. I love salami sandwiches. I love salami. I love salami. Wow. You love a processed meat. I do. I love a processed meat. (laughs) Wow. Do Do you not love salami? Not as much as you do. 
Yeah, it's a shame that that face can't go out with this podcast. That was really manic for no clear reason. (laughs) I I think it's late in the day. I'm a little chilly. Just let me live. We're both like bringing a particular energy. I love how we were like, okay, this is the only time we can do 4 p.m. on a 4.30. Sorry. Yeah, I get it. That's the other, just a behind the scenes note. Absolutely not. First of all, (laughs) first of all. Okay. So I get a text from Sam. I get a text from Sam today at 4 8 p.m. Yeah. Let me read it to you. 4.08 p.m. <laughs> From Cunt Hickman herself. <laughs> Are you coming to this recording or what? Question mark exclamation point. <laughs> so I said, I am coming at 4.30, which is the time we agreed. <laughs> but also, if we had agreed for... Good to know that I've got eight minutes before you're mad at me. What? I'm a busy business lady. I have things to do. I have to lie on my sofa in ennui. <laughs> I have to feel depressed for no reason. So we arranged this by text. You could have just checked. It was way too far up. We talked too much. We're two good friends. Anyway, anyway. Um, Thank you for asking what I had for lunch. I had a salad. Um, they, what was in your salad, Nothing. Sam. I'm not going to tell you. It's tell me what was in your salad, Sam. It's a Sam. secret. Salami. Um, you call these evasive maneuvers? What's your evasive maneuver? Like a shimmy? Yeah. Just like jazz hands as I step out of the room. Ooh, like a sidestep, like a crab. Just, just confuse the enemy. Ooh. What's your evasive maneuver? It's a shimmy. It's a obviously shimmy. A shimmy. A shimmy. Um, anyway, Jordy LaForge does a little cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he calls them because he's chasing and that's nice he's still a creep though so. <laughs> I like Jordy okay I'm a Jordy apologist wow anyway. this is one of my, my my things that I like to do where I'm like but the writing is the problem not the character and then you're like Kat that, the writing is the is character it's not <laughs> okay wow <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about Star Trek that's 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 who I am as a person. <laughs> anyway, Chakotay says he's here to save 150 lives, but we know from the episode a couple weeks ago that that one guy did die. True. So 149. <laughs> he's rounding up. They enter the slipstream. Let her round up. <laughs> um, and um, they time text mm-hmm. seven of nine. Um, but Voyager still ends up in the ice. Yeah. Uh, smashed yeah. to bits. Shock. Gasp. Um, surprisingly what? good graphics again, but also I'm watching this on my laptop from a distance yeah. in the middle of the day. <laughs> so that that's the thing. Anyway, Harry was wrong and he has a little tantrum and he had 14, 15 years to figure out multiple plans and he only seems to have like one. <laughs> like that's it. Anyway, Harry's yeah. like, I can't. Yeah, you them. make a good point. The doctor who is a supercomputer is um, not on the case here. He just gives him a pep talk. Yeah. Uh, the warp core of their little shovel is going to explode, but it's okay because um, they'll tell Voyager to stop just in time. Um, and then they like, Seven gets the thing and then they stop the thing and they come out of the slipstream and they Harry goes, yes! And then there's an explosion. Um, the slipstream collapses. They didn't send any corrections. Uh, they took 10 years off the Voyager journey. The voyage, some would say. And then <laughs> the in the voyage, mess hall later. Do you have anything? We're right no, in the end scene. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Harry is like, um, who sent the other directions? And Janeway is like, Meh, it doesn't matter if we're in a temporal type paradox. <laughs> like, try not to think of it. Yeah, I mean, God, this, this is just a Harry, don't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Poor Harry. Um, I and did. Then he gets a, yeah. I did miss something. Just that I wanted to note that when they're dismantling the drive, there's just a shot of Bellana looking stoic, which sort of breaks my heart. Oh, sad. Yeah. But yeah, Jane May's just like they couldn't use it like 17 seconds at a time. Oh yeah, you couldn't yeah, you do make... like little teeny tiny ones. <laughs> yeah, you make a good point, actually. Well, who knows? Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Anyway, um, Harry gets a message from older Harry. Yeah, Look which at that. I was just a bit like, oh, I kind of thought that this scene was written so that we could establish what happened without him having to talk to himself from the future. Oh. And then just immediately it was like, hey, Harry, I'm you in the future. Like, oh, this is kind of over explained then. But okay. It's also like, Way to cement a paradox. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Don't do that. Anyway, what message would you give yourself in 15 years in the past? Oh, God. Just like. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh... You're on your own, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, you didn't save enough in your pension. Fuck you. 15 years? I'm not going to be drawing my pension in 15 years. I'm going to be... It's 15 years in the past. 37 in 15 years. That's right. 37. (laughs) (laughs) And you are going to be... 17. (laughs) I'll actually be 25. So I'm excited to rent a car in the United States. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Um, What's happening? Where are we? We're at the end of the episode. It's okay. the end of the episode. Should we do some segments? Sure. Wigs. Go. Um, wigs. That's wigs. what we start with. Wigs. I have written, sorry, but morally ambiguous future Harry is hot. Great 90s wow. jacket. Oh, that's interesting. That's my view. I thought Silver Fox Daddy Chakotay was hot. I'm not saying he's not hot. It's nice how there are two... We really represent, like, the two Star Trek viewers. <laughs> the two. <laughs> there are only people who fancy Chakotay and people who fancy Harry. That's yeah, it. you're one or you're the other. Meredith, write in. Tell us which one you <laughs> yes, are. Yes, yes, yes. Please do. I feel like there are other options, uh, especially you among either that or that or B option, which is um, Seven of Nine's dead corpse. Well, <laughs> well that's... Why her frozen she's alive for most of this episode. Her corpse in the future. Future corpse. Anyway, um any other wigs? Did you enjoy Tessa? Uh, I enjoyed Tessa. Twyla. I don't know what her deal is. Twyla. Um <laughs> she's screwing Chicote. Chicote wears a leather waistcoat. With no collar. Harry's jacket doesn't have a lapel. I've written, collars don't exist in a future which was envisioned in a lapel-heavy era. <laughs> like, mm. The 90s had a lot of lapels. A lot of lapels. And I think maybe lapel. maybe that's why... Well, I think the lapels were winding down by this point. But. Wait, what decade are they in? I think this... Well, this episode was broadcast in... <laughs> sorry, let me give away exactly my age. 1998. No, I mean, what decade are Star Trek in? <laughs> Um, I I'm not that clear on the timeline, to be honest. It's the twenty fourth century. Yeah, but if we narrow down, because if if fashion is still a twenty year cycle, oh okay, so we like... could try and narrow it down to. <laughs> I see. Okay. Um, interesting. But that would imply that 
there a cat out there? The, no, a, a leaf wiggled or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, if you would like to tell us what you think the trend cycles will be in 3000 and late, let us, <laughs> yeah, know. let us know. Let us know. Anyway, um, Nebula. Stay out of the nebula. nebula. What was the nebula in this episode? The nebula in this episode was Harry Kim's bad math. Oh, interesting. I thought it was like space time texting. It could be that as well. There could be many nebulas. This is star. star ooh. Tar stack. This is star. <laughs> Still having trouble with my S's because I have gay rights. A retainer. Um, uh, star Trek. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> doesn't matter anyway how would you rate this episode i'm gonna give this episode four out of five temporal paradoxes i liked it thought it was good yeah it was fun it was exciting how what would you rate this episode 7.8 out of nine okay. help i'm trapped in ice <laughs> <laughs> oh boy wow we're doing great what um, an episode do you have well, anything to plug this is coming out next week when does this come out? Joel Kim Booster wants this come out. <laughs> When's your go-to? Nicole, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Nicole Byer, when does this come out? I'm just naming people. Mateo Lane, when does this come out? <laughs> um, I don't even... Like, I have nothing to plug. <laughs> I have absolutely nothing to plug. My entire life is a farce. <laughs> no, it's not. I have nothing to plug. I have nothing to Plug. There's always our buttholes. Wow, that's just I have things to bless your joke. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, but it's like in doing when I do it. Oh my god. I I put this podcast on a job application oh this week. Oh my god, why? Such a mistake. Uh... Wait, I put this podcast on a job application. <laughs> Hire us. Two of a kind. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so I I do have things to plug. That's unbelievable! So, what was the job? Um, I'm not gonna tell you now. Okay. Anyway, um, so I have things to plug. Uh, yes. My other podcast, so Y2K. So Y2K. Uh, it will have come out already by the time this comes out, but our most recent episode is a look at Star Trek for The Voyage Home, also oh. known as The One with the Whales. The One with the Whales. To me, one of my favorite films of my childhood, except not, I thought it was stupid, but I still don't really like it that much. It, it cancel me. Uh, but talking about it with a friend of mine who saw this as a child but doesn't really know anything about Star Trek. So mm. it's be... basically this podcast, but if I were a gay man. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and uh, if you haven't heard when I've plugged this before, I've got like a, like, it's it doesn't count as a meme account, but it's like almost a meme account. On Instagram and Tumblr, I post uh, semi-regular screen caps of episodes of Star Trek that were directed by Jonathan Frakes. It's called Directed by Jonathan Frakes. It's it's something to look at if you're interested. Uh, give me a follow on uh, on Instagram or Tumblr. Wow. Do I have anything else to plug? I do not. You also wrote a book. You want to plug the book? <laughs> yeah, I did also write a book. <laughs> if you want to if you want to read an academic book about gender, sexuality and space travel, it's called Gender, Sexuality and Space Culture. I don't know why I didn't just say the name of it. Uh, yeah. There you go. Well, I have been hyperlocal celebrity and singing harpist Sam Hickman. And I have been Cat Deerfield. Space Dad Cat Deerfield. Space Dad Cat Deerfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this was women talking, women talking about, about Star, Star Trek, Trek Voyager. Voyager. <laughs> Goodbye, Meredith. Good riddance. Space Dad. Space Dad. No, you I love it. Too, too, too.
Stay out of the nebula. nebula.